the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. The marriage supper of the Lamb will be filled with people who accept the invitation to come to Christ. Revelation chapter 5 tells us, listen, there will be people there out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Just look around the room and the people that have received the invitation. And one day we'll be with Jesus at this marriage supper of the Lamb. People out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation. Jesus loves all people and he invites everyone to his wedding banquet. If we're honest with ourselves, there are some people we'd rather he would just pass by. Maybe they're too far on the other side of the political spectrum. Or they've just been entrenched in a sin that you find especially offensive. Jesus doesn't love any sin, whether it's yours or someone else's, but he does love that person. And he loves you. Today, Pastor Dan will remind us that the wedding supper of the Lamb will be a diverse event. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Matthew chapter 22 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. Our life is in his hands. Our next breath is in his hands. And yet people offer lame excuses as to why they can't come to Jesus. They can't receive his invitation. I- I'm too busy with other things. My-, my business is more important to me than coming to Jesus Christ. I have to go check on my farm. I've got to go check on my oxen that I bought. They- you know, we have all these excuses for the God that created you and holds your life in his hands. And we've all heard excuses from people. I I can't come to church with you because Sunday's my day to sleep in. Oh, I I guess your sleep's important. Jesus said we should seek first the kingdom of God above everything else. He made you. He created you. He he sustains your life. Your life is in his hands. Look at verse 6 again. Now the rest seized his servants, treated them spitefully, and killed them. So, so God sent the prophets to Israel to invite them. Then he sent John the Baptist to invite people. Then he sent his apostles to invite people. And the people, uh, you know, rejected the prophets and rejected John the Baptist. And most of the apostles were mistreated and killed. John was killed. The prophets were killed. They, they, they just rejected these repeated invitations from God. And understand that a king's servants represented the king. And so mistreating or killing the king's servants was an act of treason. It was an act of revolt against the king. And naturally, a king will not tolerate treason. A king will not tolerate 
a revolt. And the king will retaliate against that revolt. That's exactly what happens in verse 7. But when the king heard about it, he was furious. And he sent out his armies. He destroyed those murderers. And burned up their city. Now in verse 7 you can underline the word furious. Uh, Again the king in this parable represents God. The Bible says that God is slow to anger. That he's long suffering. That he's patient. But there is a point when his patience runs out. And he becomes furious with those who reject his repeated invitations. To receive Jesus Christ. Furious. The word means enraged. Filled with anger. Some some people will say in their heart, well, I don't believe in a God who gets angry with people. I don't believe in a God of wrath. I don't believe in a God who judges people who reject him. That's the Old Testament God. I like the New Testament God. The New Testament God is nice. This is the New Testament. Those are red letters. Jesus is speaking. The rejection of God's repeated invitations to receive Jesus Christ and be saved makes God Furious. A person who repeatedly rejects Jesus Christ makes God furious. And so this king in the parable, he sent out his armies. He destroyed those murderers that murdered his servants. And he burned up their city, which is burning a city is like the final step of completely destroying a city after you knock it down and burn it to the ground. And this was fulfilled in 70 A.D., with the burning of Jerusalem. The destruction of Jerusalem is a testimony to the fury of God against those who rejected his invitation to come to Christ. The seven-year tribulation period that is to come on the earth and the future that's described in Revelation chapter 6 to 19 will be a time when God pours out his fury on this world for rejecting his son, Jesus Christ. It will be a time when God pours out his wrath and judgment for the rejection of his son upon the whole earth. So now, verse 8, then the king said to his servants, well, the wedding is ready, but those who were invited were not worthy. Therefore, go into the highways and as many as you find, invite to the wedding. The, the feast is ready. The food is prepared. It's not like they could put all that meat into Ziploc bags and freeze it. it it's all going to be ruined if it's not consumed. It's going to go to waste. And so the king sends his servants out just into the highways. Outside the city. He sends them out into the highways to invite as many people as they can find to this wedding. And the idea here with this, when it says many, it's, it's, it's anyone, it's all, anyone you find. It doesn't matter who they are. Just, just go find people and invite them to the wedding. Now, the, these are the, the unworthy people. These are the undeserving people. And this is a picture of the gospel going to the Gentile world now, going to Gentiles or non-Jews. You know, we we as believers in Jesus Christ and followers of Jesus, we've been given the great commission by the king to go into all the world and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, to go into all the world and invite as many people as we can to the wedding, to invite everyone that we come across. And so those servants, they went out into the highways 
And look what it says. I love this. They gathered together all whom they found, both bad and good. And the wedding hall was filled with guests. The servants went out and they just invited all whom they found, everyone they came across. It says both bad and good people. The good, the bad and the ugly were invited to this wedding. The moral, the immoral, the religious, the irreligious. It doesn't matter who. Just invite them. The Bible says whosoever will may come to Jesus Christ for forgiveness and cleansing and salvation. The invitation to come to Jesus Christ, it's given to all people. It it doesn't matter who you are. And this is incredible. If you think about this, you know, the picture here, those out in the highways, not planning on going to a wedding today, just out there in the highways doing whatever they're doing, doing good, doing bad, going about their day, going about their life. And some servant of the king, a servant of the king walks up to them and says, hey, the king wants you to come to his son's wedding right now. Come on. Me? Are you sure he wants me? Yes, you, but you have to come now. Well, if the king knew the kind of person that I am, he wouldn't want me attending his son's wedding. Hey, it doesn't matter what kind of person you are. The king wants you there. The wedding is ready. Come on. Are you sure? Are you sure I can come? Yes, just come. But I don't have anything to wear. That's okay. The king will take care of that too. He'll give you something to wear. Just come. All right, let's go. If you're a Christian, just think about where you were when you received the invitation to come to Jesus Christ. Where you were when someone told you about Jesus. You were, you were just probably out there somewhere on the highway of life. Some of you were way out there when someone told you about Jesus. Maybe it was someone at school, a fellow student. Maybe it was a coworker that shared the gospel with you. Maybe someone invited you to church and you heard the gospel or someone gave you a gospel tract or a Bible and you started reading it. Or maybe you heard a sermon on the radio or you watched a video on YouTube. And at some point you heard the invitation and you weren't even looking for it. You weren't even looking for it when the invitation was extended to you and someone told you, you can have your sins forgiven. You can have new life through Jesus Christ. And you said, me? Really? Are you sure? Well, that sounds wonderful. Where do I sign? And you accepted the invitation of the free gift of salvation through Christ. Again, think about where you were in your life when you were invited to come. And maybe you were a good person. Maybe you were a moral person. Maybe you were a religious person. Maybe you were a churchgoer when you heard the invitation, when you heard the gospel. Uh, Maybe you were like Cornelius in the book of Acts who feared God but wasn't born again. Or maybe you were a bad person living an immoral life, living an ungodly life when you heard the invitation. Like the thief on the cross who, who was cussing Jesus one moment before he said, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. You know, the Apostle Paul, he he makes a wonderful statement about the believers in Corinth. And just listen to what he says here in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 1 Corinthians 6, verses 9 to 11. He says, or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor thieves, nor the greedy, 
nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And then he says, and such were some of you. And such were some of you, but you were washed. You were sanctified. You were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of God. And, and such were some of you. That's the road that you were on when you heard the invitation and you accepted the invitation and you turned to Jesus Christ and he washed you clean. Pastor Dan will share the second half of today's message in just a moment. But first, he'd like to take a moment to tell you how you can receive prayer for your needs. Do you need prayer today? Every week we receive prayer requests from our listeners. If you need prayer for anything at all, we would like to pray for you right now. You can share your prayer request with us through our website, calvaryec.com. Again, that's calvaryec.com or through our church app or by calling us at 410-491-4592. And can I ask you to pray for us as well? Pray for the Ring of Truth Radio Ministry as we bring the Word of God to those who need it. Thanks, Pastor Dan, and thank you for praying. Now, let's finish today's message. He washed you clean. He washed away all your sins by his blood. He sanctified you. He set apart your life. He justified you. Now it's just as if you've never sinned at all. So glorious, so wonderful. And here the servants go out and they invite anyone they find to the way, just anyone who's passing by, not even knowing, man, today I'm going to go to the wedding celebration of the king's son. And here I, I thought I was just going down to Aldi to get some milk and bread. And I'm, now I'm, I'm going to this wedding celebration. And the wedding hall was filled with guests. The marriage supper of the Lamb will be filled with people who accept the invitation to come to Christ. Revelation chapter 5 tells us, listen, there will be people there out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Just look around the room and the people that have received the invitation. And one day we'll be with Jesus at this marriage supper of the Lamb. People out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation. Verse 11. But when the king came in to see the guests. And, and here the word see, it means to, to closely examine, to closely inspect. He saw a man there who did not have on a wedding garment. So he said to him, friend, how did you come in here without a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Now, in those days, the wealthy would provide white linen garments for their wedding guests to wear. We, we read that in the few verses that we looked at in Revelation about the marriage supper of the Lamb, how they'll be wearing white linen robes. When we come back with Jesus Christ, we'll have white linen robes on. In those days, wealthy people provided white linen robes for the wedding guests to wear so that everyone in, in attendance wore the same garment. And, and they did this so that no one would be distracted by what the guests wore. You know, when you go to a wedding, and you see, like, the dress that people with look at that dress, look at that, look at that guy's suit, that's a nice suit. And, you're, and you see how everybody is dressed there. Well, they had all of the guests wear these white linen robes so that no one would be distracted by what the guests were. Instead, all attention would be on the groom. On the, today, all the attention's on the bride. 
But then all the attention was on the groom. In heaven, all of the attention will be on the groom, Jesus Christ. Revelation chapter 5, verse 12 tells us that those in heaven will say with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. There will be nothing distracting us from worshiping Jesus, nothing competing for our attention in heaven. All of our attention will be on Jesus. And in this parable, those at the wedding feast were all wearing the same white robe, all except one guest. There's one guest there who has slipped in without a robe. Everyone else has this robe on. And and the king, he notices To enter heaven, we must be robed with the righteousness of Jesus Christ, the Bible says. You can't enter heaven on your own righteousness. Isaiah says our righteousness is filthy rags in God's sight. The the best we can do on our best day is filthy rags. So we must be robed in the imputed righteousness of Jesus. Isaiah chapter 61 says, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God. For he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness. We must be clothed with the salvation and righteousness Jesus provides through his death on the cross. Romans thirteen fourteen says, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh. When we get to heaven, when you get to heaven, when I get to heaven, God will look for the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Are we robed in his righteousness, not our own righteousness, but his righteousness? And here in this parable, there is one person at the wedding who has slipped in without a robe. The implication here is is a robe was made available to him, but he declined to wear it. I'm good. I don't need a robe. I'll just wear what I've got on. And when the king entered the wedding banquet, he examined all the guests carefully. He noticed this one guest without the required robe. And the king said to him, how did you get in here without a wedding garment? Listen, give me your attention, please. You cannot get into heaven without the righteousness of Jesus. You cannot get into heaven just however you want. Well, I want to go to heaven. Great, you can. But I want to go apart from Christ. Well, then no, you can't. I want to go to heaven. Great, you can. But I don't want to give up my sin. Well, then you can't go. I want to go to heaven. Great, you can. But I don't want to change. Well, then you can't go. I want to go to heaven. Great, you can. But I want to live my life how I want to live. Well, then you can't go. You can only enter heaven on God's terms. And God's terms requires the repentance of sin and faith in Jesus Christ. That's the only way. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father but through me. And in verse 12, uh, when this person is confronted by the king... For not having the proper garment, the proper dress, it says the man is speechless. There's nothing he can say. Those who refuse God's way through faith in Christ will be guilty and left speechless before God at the great white throne judgment. They'll have nothing to say in their defense. Then the king said to the servant, well, bind him hand and foot, take him away, cast him into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. This is a picture of God's eternal judgment for those who reject the invitation to receive Christ or those who try to come apart from Christ. They will be cast out into outer darkness. 
where there will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Wailing speaks of deep sorrow. Gnashing of teeth speaks of anger and and frustration, you know, when you grit your teeth. The Bible also describes hell as a place of constant torment. And, And part of the torment of hell may be remembering every time an invitation to accept Christ was extended to you in your life. Every time someone tried to share Jesus with you and you were not willing to come or you, were, you, were, you made light of it or you made excuses or you were too busy pursuing the things of this world to listen. And so finally, verse 14, for many are called, but few are chosen. Many are called. The idea again is all are invited to come to Jesus Christ for forgiveness and salvation. The invitation is extended to anyone, but but few are chosen. All are invited, but few accept the invitation and receive Christ. And those who do respond to the call and receive Christ are the chosen. And so you see the balance here between human responsibility and the sovereignty of of God. Many are called, but few are chosen. Few accept the invitation. You know, elsewhere, Jesus spoke of the broad road that leads to destruction, and he said, Many are on the broad road and the narrow road that leads to eternal life, and he said, And few find it. Many are on the broad road to destruction, and few are on the narrow road that leads to eternal life. The invitation to come to Christ is extended to many, to all, but few respond. And so my question for you today, it's actually a few questions. Have you responded to God's invitation? You're invited. He's extended the invitation. Have you responded to God's invitation? Have you come to Christ for salvation? Are are you on the narrow road that leads to life or are you on the broad road that leads to destruction? There's only two roads. There's not a middle road or an undecided road or waiting to see road. There's a broad road that leads to destruction that many are on. And there's a narrow road that leads to life that few find. Are you on the narrow road that leads to life? Are you robed in his righteousness? Are you robed in his righteousness? Have you put on the Lord Jesus Christ? Or are you trusting in yourself to get yourself into heaven? Are you robed in his righteousness? If not... Well, I'm going to extend the invitation to you again today. Once more, you're invited. Once more, you're invited to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and have your sins forgiven and be reconciled to God and to be robed in his righteousness. One more time, God is extending the invitation to you. And Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you for this parable. Lord, we thank you that you extend the invitation to us, to to anyone and everyone, Lord, and you invite us to this great celebration that will take place one day with you. Lord, we're, we're grateful that you invite all, Lord, and that we don't have to be good or perfect. We're grateful, Lord, that it's not just for A-listers, but the invitation goes out to everyone. Lord, I pray for those here today who maybe haven't responded. Maybe they've, they haven't been willing to come or maybe they've made light of it or made excuses or have just been too busy pursuing their own things to respond. Lord, I pray that today would be the day of salvation, that they would respond today to your invitation. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
You've been listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Pastor Dan has been teaching through the book of Matthew, and he has more to share with you next time. How is what you're hearing from this book landing in your heart? If there's anything that's prompting you to seek out more questions or to ask for prayer in any way, would you be willing to give us a call and talk to us? Our desire is to hear your heart, pray with you, and ask for God to help you with whatever you might be wondering or thinking about. Our number is 410-491-4592. The number again is 410-491-4592. You can also send us an email through our website, calvaryec.com. Just find our info under the About tab. If you're not connected with a local church, we encourage you to find a church family that will help guide and support you in your faith. And if you're in the area, please join us at Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in Columbia, Maryland. For more details, visit calvaryec.com. In our next edition, you'll have the opportunity to learn additional things from this first book of the New Testament. Pastor Dan has more to teach on from Matthew, and we're excited for you to join us as we continue growing. There's so much to appreciate by reading God's Word. We hope you'll tune in next time and be a part of our listening audience right here on Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that craft and am what I know because I know His voice and it only takes General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.